Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program online. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, on, um, I don't know, what else? What else are we on? Anything? No, I think that's it. Or you listen to us the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, friends. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> Happy President's Day. Oh, yeah. My wife has to work today. My wife. Because of the snow. This is the makeup. Oh, yeah. Not, I bet my mom's in the same case. She is not happy. Yeah. Today is Monday. You, Thank you. you February 20th. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Monday. You were Fe- revving up a Thursday. I was on Thursday. Today's Monday, February 20th, 2023. 276 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Rihanna. Oh, let's go. Rihanna turns 35 today. Nice. So happy birthday to Rihanna, the pride of Barbados. She's younger than you. She is younger than I am. Um, and also Charles Barkley. Uh, and also George Washington. Chuck. Also George Washington. Episode 1542. On today's show, folks, let's talk a little bit about some headlines from across the state, including coaching changes, uh, both the high school and collegiate level. We'll talk about that. Plus, a plan to shorten college football games. We'll talk about that. And then back half of the program, back half of the program, uh... We had a conversation earlier with the new head coach of the Del Rio Rams. We're going down to, oh, Valverde County, down there on the beautiful uh, the beautiful Texas border, uh, and talk with uh, Fiacro Ramirez. Fiacro Ramirez has, mo- has, for the last 20 years or so, more than 20 years, uh, no, 20 years, he's been at Canateo, and he's been their defensive coordinator. And Canateo, if you're familiar at all with El Paso football, Canateo has had, like, that's their calling card. They are the defensive team. And Fiacco Ramirez has been the uh, the head of that unit. He is now getting his opportunity to be a head football coach at his alma mater at Del Rio. So we will talk with Coach Fiacco Ramirez coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Nick Morton, Ed McElroy, and Zill0678. Yeah. He was actually first. Tony commented twice, so I'm, I missed him. So that's my apologies to you, boy. Or girl. We don't know. 
And we'll never know. Happy birthday to George Washington. Really want to shout him out. And Matt Wilson. Oh, happy birthday to Matt Wilson. I didn't know that until uh, Step put it in the comments. Happy birthday to Matt Wilson, mayor of Arlington. Yeah. Mayor of Arlington. There is an actual mayor of Arlington? No. Okay. All right, Pickle. I mean, there is. It's Matt Wilson. (laughs) Let's get to some headlines. (laughs) Let's get to some headlines from across the state of Texas, and we're going to start with some big-time breaking news on TexasFootball.com, and that is that if you're jonesing for some football, there is football. There's football. In the form of seven on seven, the state tournament and SQTs have been announced uh, on t- exclusively on TexasFootball.com. Uh, they will start, I believe, the earliest one. Let me see if I can get this. Is April twenty second. April 22nd in Melissa will be the first SQT. Uh, They'll go all throughout April and May into June. The state tournament will be June 22nd through 24th at Veterans Park in College Station. We'll once again play host to the state state 7-on-7 tournament. Of course, Dave Campbell's Texas football will be there, um, and we are very excited to bring you coverage of that. So we will, uh, if you're jonesing for some high school football, the state 7-on-7 tournament and state qualifying tournaments have been set. You can find the entire schedule at texasfootball.com. The real busy time, is going to be uh, early June. Um, well, for the Division One, it's going to be early June. June nine, or June nine and ten have nine state qualifying tournaments. Uh, in Division Two, it's going, which is four uh, A and three to three A Division Two, mm-hmm. three Division One rather, um, plus small private schools. That uh, will be you'll May nineteenth and twentieth. There are seven state qualifying tournaments Goodness. and then division three which is the smallest schools mm-hmm. um three division two and below uh june one through three there's going to be six tournaments so busy time of, of year for each each tournament but they will all convene in college station june 22nd through 24th at the at veterans park for the 2023 state seven on seven tournament i'm not gonna lie when that email came across last night of like hey we're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. release seven on seven stuff i like looked down and i was like how how is it already time for that? It's not <laughs> like though. no, it's, it's not. not. But it it is funny. Like when I saw seven on seven, I was like, "Well, hold, pump the brakes here a second. Don't worry. We still got we, two months we till got the first SQT. Yeah, still got two months till the first SQT. But we at least pumped have up some, about it. But yeah, it snuck pumped. up on us. Exactly. <laughs> um, the uh, some news that came out last week from the uh, college football ranks. Houston is looking for an office coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, as Shannon Dawson has been hired away to coach at the as the offensive coordinator at Miami. Uh, so he's going to go join the staff there for the Hurricanes, which is going to leave Houston looking for an offensive coordinator. Uh, Mike Craven, our own Mike Craven, our senior college football writer, has an article up on TexasFootball.com identifying some possible replacements, including guys like Seth Luttrell, Jake Spavitol, um, etc. Uh, so keep an eye on some of the names there. Graham Harrell would be a name to keep an eye on as well. Uh, Clint Trickett is another name that he uh, identifies. So uh, Houston looking for an offensive coordinator. Uh, in the call it 
combo recruiting high school football world. Okay. Um, Mike Hawkins Jr., the quarterback from Allen, uh, we reported that he is going to be he's going to be transferring. He's transferring to Frisco Emerson. The District 35A uh, District Executive Committee held a uh, held a hearing on his transfer because uh, the uh, they they determined that his transfer was not for athletic purposes. So. Mike Hawkins Jr., as well as his uh, younger brother, Malik Hawkins, will both be immediately eligible at Frisco Emerson. So that came down from the District 35A Division, or 35A Division 1, yeah, um, DEC, that former Allen quarterback, Mike Hawkins Jr., will be able to transfer to Frisco Emerson. Uh, in the high school football world, big news in the, in, in the college, or in the high school coaching changes world. They say that you can't go home again, and yet... Here's Kirk Martin. Mm-hmm. It's Kirk Martin, Colleyville Heritage head coach, uh, is leaving Colleyville Heritage to become the head coach at Manville, where he was head coach. Uh, wonder if he knows his way around town. 2008, 2017, to 2017. I wonder if he knows where the office is. Yes. Uh, he was the head coach there from 2008 to 2017, led them to a pair of state championship appearances in 2010 and 2017, uh, led them to the regional finals another five times. Uh, he went 108 and 25. Uh, there at Manville before he left to go to Syracuse for two seasons before coming back to Texas to take over at Colleyville Heritage, where he was wildly successful there. Mm-hmm. Went 28-7 and seven in three seasons there with uh, with Colleyville Heritage. And so, as a result, they are uh, Colleyville Heritage is looking for a, a coach as, as Kirk Martin has returned to Manville. be very interesting to see how all that shakes out. We talked about it a little bit on Mailback Friday, how Alvin ISD has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, I do think this is a different job than the one that he left. But I'm very interested to see how. Because he, I guess, technically he left before Shadow mm-hmm. Creek opened. Um, or no. Before they were in the same classification, for sure. Definitely before they were in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah before, certainly before. Because uh, Shadow they were Creek bigger. pulled from Manville, which they is why Manville, that was such a big game yes. at the beginning of this year. Yes. So um, it's definitely a different job now. But I, I, I mean, his resume speaks for itself mm-hmm. as uh, as Kirk Martin heading back to Manville. Um, Burleson is looking for a head coach. We reported on this on TexasFootball.com. John Kitna, the former Dallas Cowboys quarterback, former um, former NFL quarterback, has resigned and is reportedly taking a job uh, in Ohio. Uh, he has stepped down as the head of the Elks. He spent three seasons there, going 17 and five or 15 overall. Um, he led the area round of the playoffs in 2021, um, and yeah, so he's moving to um, he's moving to Ohio. Uh, his uh, Jamison Kitna, who was the, there's also a loss because they lose their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jamison Kitna was their quarterback this past year. He's already got offers from places like Baylor, Houston, UTSA, and Tech, plus North Texas. So um, anyway. Uh, John Kitna has resigned and is, uh, is reportedly leaving the state of Texas as well. So uh, Burleson is looking for a head coach. Bridgeland was a highly sought-after job. We talked about that. Bridgeland looking for a head coach. David Raffield uh, announced Retired. his retirement. Uh, they have hired uh, Lonnie Madison. Lonnie Madison will be the next head coach there. Lonnie Madison was most recently the head coach at the Woodlands College Park um, and, of course, was a, a player at Texas A&M as well before uh, coaching at, uh, at College Park. Uh, he was defense coordinator at Klein Collins under Drew Svoboda. Uh, and, yeah, I think he, he he took College Park, which has been kind of a, 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 a down program, mm-hmm. and went 31-30 and 30 of them after six seas- or in six seasons. Um and the you know, first year they went one in they went one and nine, 
And then from there, uh, he went uh, he went 30 and 21 there, which is pretty darn good there at the college, at College Park. So uh, I think Bridgeland's getting a good one there. Lonnie Madison going to be the next head coach at Bridgeland. Uh, in the DFW Metroplex, um, uh, DFW Metroplex. This is I would I would file this under sadly not unexpected, mm-hmm. but Flower Mount Marcus head coach Kevin Atkinson is retiring after 21 seasons there. Uh, 21 seasons as, as head coach uh, in in DFW uh, and and most recently at Flower Mount Marcus. Um, Kevin Atkinson is is retiring. He's been battling health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an ongoing uh, battle with Parkinson's disease. Uh, I believe he suffered a stroke in 2020. Um, he, he, he mentioned, uh, there's a quote from him on TexasFootball.com, it's extremely difficult to walk away from my profession, but my family and I, my family and I both dearly love, especially at a place I consider my dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I know... Uh, he, Last year they did a big uh, like mm-hmm. s- ceremony kind of for him because he had to miss a couple of games mm-hmm. last year due to some some issues that had kind of resurfaced yeah. after the stroke um and they the community has done an unbelievable yeah. job out there at marcus of really supporting him and being yeah. there for him supporting so. him and his family um he he go he finishes his career 126 and 100 with three oh uh, stops at denton high uh keller high and then of course marcus most recently for the past six years um 2019 they went 11 and two regional semifinalists um but uh but yeah unfortunately this is this one of that that we we probably could have expected simply because we had we had known about the health issues there, and we're certainly wishing the very best for Kevin Atkinson and his family as he has uh, resigned uh, and retired after 21 seasons to focus on his health. Uh, a friend of Dave Campbell's Texas football is on the move again. Sanger is going to hire, um, and they're going to be uh, a, a, there's board approval coming this week, and they are expected to hire, according to Matt Stepp, our high school football insider, Chad Rogers. Mm-hmm. Chad Rogers, uh, former Denison coach, who I remember we reported on this show. I, I I'm old enough to remember, remember on this show talking about him leaving Denison to go take over at Tioga. Yeah, because we were like, you might be raising your eyebrows at yeah. a, a move from here to a from classification that's down here. 2A, you know? yeah, starting the job um, there. But, uh, uh, you know, before that, he was uh, he was at, at, before he was at Denison, he was at Snyder, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but he is a, uh, so so one thing that Matt Sepp reports on TexasFootball.com um, so t- he's going to leave Tioga to go be the head coach at Sanger. Nice job there. Uh, Sanger, Sanger's a, a good gig at Rocky mm-hmm. Smart, who resigned to go take over at Valley View. Um, Matt Stepp is, is puts us on TexasFootball.com that Tioga has been dealing with some financial difficulties. So it'll be interesting to see how they navigate a coaching search when they are uh, reportedly dealing with some financial woes. So keep an eye on that uh, there at Tioga. But Sanger looks like they're going to be hiring Chad Rogers as their next head coach. Uh, we talked about uh, Arlington Martin being open. Arlington Martin, of course, Bob Waker leaves to go become the head coach or head coach. Go I was like, this is coach. news. That'd be a big move. Uh, become an assistant coach at the University of Nebraska. Nebraska really likes special teams. They have, uh, <laughs> and Matt Seb and I talked about this on Tep and Step. We both expected them to stay in-house or, in-house, or at least within Arlington ISD. Yeah, because his assistants have been there with him forever. They decide to stay in-house. They have promoted offensive coordinator Chad Reeves to be the next head coach there at Arlington Martin. Uh, Reeves has been there. He's worked for the last 15 years there at Arlington Martin under uh, Coach Wager. Uh, he's also coached at Toller, Groveton, and Morton, uh, where his father, Don Reeves, was the head coach at Morton for 10 seasons. This is his first head coaching job. It's a big one there as Chad Reeves, a new head coach there at Arlington Good Martin. Another friend of Dave Campbell's Texas football, and I, I think we are looking for a, uh, a, a new favorite Canadian Canadian 
as John Abinchan mm. uh, at at Saginaw Boswell is stepping down. Um, he's going to move into an uh, assistant athletic director role within Eagle Mountain Saginaw ISD. So he's not going anywhere. But uh, but yeah, our our favorite Canadian head coach John Abinchan uh, is stepping down. Um, he has been there for 17 seasons, 120 and 70 is his overall. Led led possible playoffs 13 times. Uh, so certainly wish him the very best in his uh, in his new gig. Uh, but yeah. We're we're looking for a new favorite Canadian coach. Yep. Give us a call. Uh, Hugh Springs has made a hire. Uh, Hugh Springs is hiring San Angelo De- uh, Central Defense Coordinator Joshua Willis to be their next athletic director and head coach. Um, he replaces Chris Edwards, who was there for 16 years. They haven't needed a coach in, in quite a while. Um, this is uh, Willis is an Arkansas is an Arkansas guy. He played at, uh, he played at uh, Austin College uh, under Ronnie Gage. He was a four year letterman there. Um, he was a grad assistant at Austin College before beginning his his coaching his high school coaching career, uh, and yeah, he rose to become defensive coordinator there at San Angelo Central. Now we'll get an opportunity at the big chair as he'll be he- Hugh Springs' next head coach is Joshua Willis. And finally, pickle Ishmael Johnson has this article up on TexasFootball.com that Sports Illustrated is reporting that a number of college football executives are looking to implement some clock changes to shorten the number of in-game plays. And they cite two reasons. One's player safety. Fewer plays means fewer hits, and fewer hits means fewer injuries. Okay. Makes sense. The other is they want to limit the amount, the the time of game. This is you. You you implemented this. You've been asking I have been for on this. this wall for a while that yep. college football games are too long. It is it's a it's a entire day ordeal. At, it's a at long ass day. Over half a day. It is a long ass day. It is. Those games are incredibly long. They're very long. And so they are looking at a couple of rule changes to um to uh, maybe mitigate the uh, the number of, uh, of the amount of game, of, of the time of game. And so, for example, I'm just going to pick a game at random, okay? Um, UTSA and FIU. UTSA and FIU was a 30-10 to 10 game. UTSA beat FIU. It was not particularly interesting. Um, and the game went uh, a grand total of three hours and 40 minutes. Sounds about right. What are we doing, guys? Shouldn't be it shouldn't be that long. No. Okay. Shouldn't be that long. So they're looking at a few different ways to limit the um, uh, limit the time of game. And it's one not like them, we're one if, real fast. It's not like we're talking about a thirty minute halftime like high school. No. Like that's not a thing. No. It's, not. <laughs> it's different if you got a thirty minute halftime. Banning consecutive timeouts. So when you're icing the kicker, yeah, you can't call consecutive timeouts. Okay. No more untimed downs at the end of the first quarters and third quarters on defense penalties. That just makes sense. Just just run it. You're like it, it makes sense at the end of a half because mm-hmm. it's a change of possession. Right. But it's not going to change possession. Like just yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yep. You might as well do that. Then the two big ones. I was going to say because both of those shave off whatever thirty seconds. Two big ones. <laughs> One continuing to run the clock after first downs, except. Inside of two minutes during either. Uh, the oh wow! Half. Okay, that's a big change. Now, the, now, now that is semi NFL rule because yeah. the NFL it doesn't stop on a first down regardless. No. It just keeps on rolling. Mm-hmm. They don't, don't stop it to move the chains. And so, yeah, that would be one, and that would be very big. Yeah. Okay. There's one. The other. I guess that does make the NFL games go by a little bit quicker. Yeah. They have a little bit more TV timeout to worry about, though. Running the clock following an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for the next down. All right. 
See, that to me just causes a lot of issues of, well, the ref held the ball longer. Uh, the ref Part didn't the game. put it down. Yeah. I mean, get the ball in. Get the ball in. Yeah. Like, to, to me, I am in favor of speeding up the game. Yes. We gotta I, get this I will thing agree going. with that. We gotta I get this thing going. We got to get this thing under. We got to get this game to three hours, guys. The NFL's got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They've got it down to three hours. Yep. It's got to be three hours. Yeah, three hours is perfect. And, and, um, and yeah, so. That's the, the there are college football executives who are looking into um, uh, those four rules to reduce overall game time. We'll get a um, uh, we'll get a shorter college football game before we get a shot clock in high school basketball. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's some headlines from across the state. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, a quick word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, we had a great opportunity earlier today to chat with Fiacro Ramirez. Fiacro Ramirez is going to be the new head coach of the Del Rio Rams, returning home to his uh, alma mater to take his first head coaching job after a very successful mm-hmm. nearly two-decade t- tenure as the defense coordinator at Canatillo in El Paso. Here's our conversation with Del Rio head coach Fiacro Ramirez here on Texas Football Today. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. And let's welcome in the new head coach of the Del Rio Rams. We're pleased to be joined on the phone line by Coach Fiaco Ramirez. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking some time with us. Um, you are the new head man there at Del Rio, which I know means an awful lot to you um, as, as a guy who is an alum and uh, coming home. Um, I'm, I guess first and foremost, my, my question is, is, what was your reaction when you got the call that, yeah, you were going to be the guy for the Rams? Oh, I was thrilled. It's, uh, it was a long time coming in a sense that I'd worked a long time to try to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. And then to um, to actually get the call to be the head coach where I graduated from was uh, it was very special. It really was. Well, you've uh, your resume really speaks for itself. You've been the longtime defensive coordinator there at Canatillo, uh, you know, leading one of El Paso's, probably El Paso's best, most consistent defenses uh, for, for quite a while. Um, have you had an opportunity to meet your players there at Del Rio High? And, and if so, what, what, have you, what was your first message to them? Well, um, yeah, I did have an opportunity to meet with them. Mm-hmm. And, 
I was very impressed with what I saw. A lot of hardworking kids, and um, I wanted to let them know that that they're going to be treated right, mm-hmm. and that uh, winning's not easy. It's not easy. It's going to take a lot of work. Uh, we're going to have to grind it out a little bit, uh, but if we do follow through with everything that, that we need to do to be successful, I think it'll uh, it'll pan out. It'll come to fruition. Uh, talking with Fiaco Ramirez of the Del Rio Rams here on Texas Football Today, Coach, uh, you are you're inheriting a program that's coming off of a, a two and nine season, hasn't had a winning season since back in in, in 2016. Uh, I guess my question is is what's the first step in in kind of turning this program back into a winner? Because we know they've they've been consistently you know a, a, a decorated program uh, down there in that part of the world. How do you what's the first step in kind of getting that uh, that program pointed in the right direction? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just putting the kids in the, in the right mindset. Um, and, and not just kids, coaches, uh, faculty, everybody, everybody on campus. I think that we can get them to get to the right mindset as far as uh, it's going to take work to get there. Um, I, th- I think schematically, if we start playing defense uh, in a manner that, that would be conducive to a successful program, um, I think that'll help as well. Um, So a lot of that, I think, has to do with just, you know, putting our kids in the right position schematically and getting everybody to, to have the right mindset on what it takes to win. Um, you know, one one thing I am interested in, you know, you are a, a defensive guru, and I want to talk a lot about that. But but from an offensive perspective, do you quite know what the what the Rams under under coach head coach Ramirez are going to look like? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna work real hard to control the clock and and run the football. Um, I've always believed, I mean, especially as a defensive coordinator, option football is very difficult to prepare for. Mm. Um, I've always believed in the option. And so um, I think we have the right type of kid to implement that type of offense. And, And I just think if you play great defense and you control the clock and you run the football, you always have a chance. That's, that's a great way to put it. It's Fiaco Ramirez, head coach at Del Rio here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation and hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, uh, you have been the defensive coordinator there in Canatillo out there in El Paso for uh, uh, quite a while and uh, put them into, uh, turned them into one of the best defenses in uh, in the state, really. Um, and, and I go back specifically to that 2014 team where you guys were able to run all the way to the state semifinals on the strength of what was one of the state's most dominant defenses. Uh, when you take a look at that defense and the other great defenses that you've been able to coach there at Canatillo, what what is the difference maybe between a good defense and a great defense? I think a lot of it has to do with with the uh, the mindset of the kid. You know, it, it's it's nice to think that us as coaches have a lot to do with uh, with putting them in a position to win, and and it is. It's very important, but a lot of it is also based on the uh, the mindset of that kid. You know, when when you get all eleven believing that they're just as good as anybody in the state, and I give all that credit to Coach Brooks because he does a great job of, of making our kids believe that. I think us as coaches, we just kind of we kind of just stand there and watch that byproduct, you know, play. And so when you have a really good defense as opposed to a really great defense, I think it's all 11 that believe that they can stop anyone. It doesn't matter who they play. And so, yeah, I don't think it's so much schematics or, or anything else as much as trying to get those kids to believe 
that that they're just as good as anyone in the state of Texas. You uh, were the defense coordinator. Uh, you mentioned Coach Brooks, Coach Scott Brooks, the longtime coach there at at Kennetio, um, and uh, you know your boss for all these years. I am. I'm interested in what you're going to take. Uh, you know, everyone. Ev- we talk with coaches all the time, and and we're all just a product of the guys that we've worked with. What are you going to take from Coach Brooks that you're going to bring with you to Del Rio? <laughs> well, uh, everything. <laughs> I think. <laughs> You know, you you were asking me about what we're going to look like offensively and what we're going to do defensively, and I wish I could tell you that was mine, mm. but but it's not. I mean, it's something that I learned from Coach Brooks. Uh, one of the things I'm also going to take is uh, how he treats his coaches, how he treats his players. That That's something that you have to be there to see it, and, and I think that anyone that works under Coach Brooks – they're going to be successful as long as they follow that plan. If you treat people right, it's real hard for anyone to be against you. Mm. And so I think that's one of the best lessons I learned from him. Uh, it's Fiaco Ramirez. Uh, it's it's a homecoming for him there to Valverde County uh, there at, at Del Rio. And, and one last question for you, Coach, because I do find this to be particularly interesting. Um, uh, is it true that you that when you when you took the job there and when you got to El Paso uh, and you got a job there originally at El Paso Jefferson, is it true that you didn't know anybody in town? You just kind of showed up, like with a with a knapsack and and, and a coaching resume. Is that true? Yes, sir. It's it's very true. I, I have no family in El Paso. Um, I don't know anyone in El Paso, and so uh, I was fortunate enough to meet some people there that kind of directed me to Coach Brooks. I gave him a resume and. The rest was history. Well, then, how are you going to handle then the contrast of you're going you're going from a place where originally you didn't know anybody? I know that's that's become a, a home for you there in El Paso. But how are you going to contrast that with the fact that uh, kind of feels like everybody's going to know you in town there at Del Rio? You're you're not only the head football coach, but you're a former player. You're an alum. Uh, what what do you think that's going to be like there on maybe on that first Friday night whenever you you run out there as a head coach of the Rams? Well. That's a good question because I really don't know. Uh, it, it, it's very comforting knowing that when you go to HEB or you're putting gas, everybody you run into is either someone you went to school with, someone you played with, it's a cousin. Something to, to that effect is very comforting. Um, so I see it as, as a Friday night. You know, you would think that would be a stressful situation. I'm going to see it more like a lot more support than anything else. He's so, so I think that is a big contrast. Most certainly. He's Fiaco Ramirez. He's the head coach, the new head coach of the Del Rio Rams. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations on the new gig. We're so excited to see what you do down there, and best of luck down the road. Oh, thank you so much. There he is, Fiaco Ramirez, the new head coach of the Del Rio Rams. Talked to us earlier today. Um, appreciate his time. Very interested to see what he does down there. This has been a program that that I, we talked about has had success in the past. Past mm-hmm. couple of years have been a little lean, but I mean, those go look up those Cantillo defenses. They were nasty. Mm-hmm. They were really good. And he, which is a, funny because the last couple of years we focused were, so much on L.J. Martin and their mm-hmm. offense. It was like, but the defense has been the there the entire has been time, consistently excellent, and 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 they are. Um, I mean, there was a point where he was up for our assistant coach of the year. I mean, he they've 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 got some star power there at the, in Del Rio with Fiaco Ramirez, uh, an alum coming home. So excited to see uh, how uh, how he does down there. We appreciate his time. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment. Final thought. Um, there was a question about 
when we were talking about cutting down on stuff to make college football shorter, yeah. um, how about limiting commercials during the game? There's too much money involved for that. Like TV, TV yeah. deals are not going to go back on what they're already getting from these conferences. And yeah. two, if that was ever to change, that would be like implemented years from now because most of the TV contracts are like very long, like yeah, five, like- 10-year deals. So we wouldn't see it until... I don't know when they're signed, but if it's yeah. signed in 2019, we're not going to see it till 2029 yeah, to, type of stuff. I hate to tell you guys, but that is that that horse is out of the barn. That horse is out of the barn and in a different county. Yeah, like it's it's the 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 idea of cutting down TV now. I do think because the NFL used to do something really annoying. If you remember, maybe you're too young to remember. Possibly, there was a time where they would come back from commercial, mm-hmm. have a kickoff, go to another commercial. They have found ways to keep the game going while still getting their 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 stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, NBA is pretty good about this too, where they'll go and, and Major League Baseball started doing it as well, where they'll go picture in picture commercial, mm-hmm. where they're like keep it on the field, keep the camera on the field, so everything can keep Ford. rolling. Yeah. But hey, here's a, a, a you know and North Texas second, North Texas yeah. Honda dealer you know uh, ad or something like that. Um, they've started doing that. That that's your only way of getting it, but you can also pay less for that. So, mm-hmm. I mean. It's guys, it's a business and, and, you know, businesses are there to make money. Yeah. I feel like the college football programs want the money from the TV just as bad as mm-hmm. the TV wants the money. So oh. it's, I don't think that would yeah, happen. Absolutely. It's a good idea, but it I it's I, not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to New Del Rio head coach Fiacre Ramirez for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper Vince Young. Please be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Math Tuesday on Math Texas Football Tuesday. Today.